amen and amen. <laughs> amen and amen. Hey. Happy New Year, Central Park Baptist Church. Happy New Year to you all. Amen and amen. And 2023, Central Park is the place to be. Amen. Amen. I, I, I worked on that all in 2022 to come up with that. I was waiting on this very moment for years. Amen. So if you're able to rise, we would love for you to join us in singing hymn 180, hymn 180, hymn 180, standing on the promises, hymn 180, standing on the promises, standing on the promises, hymn 180. Him 180, standing on the promises, sing along. Ah, standing on the promises of Christ, my King, through eternal ages, let his praises ring. Glory in the highest, I will shout and sing. Standing on the promises of God, standing, standing, standing. Standing on the promises of God, my Savior, standing, standing. I'm standing on the promises of God. Standing on the promises that cannot fail when the howling storms of doubt and fear assail. By the living word of God, I shall prevail. Standing on the promises of God. Standing, standing, standing. Standing on the promises of God, my Savior. Standing, standing. I'm standing on the promises of God. Standing on the promises of Christ the Lord, bound to him eternally by love, strong cord, overcoming daily with the spirit sword. Standing on the promises of God, standing, standing, standing on the promises of God, my Savior, standing. God are standing on the promises I cannot fall listening every moment to the Spirit's call resting in my Savior as my all and all standing on the promises of God standing 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 on the promises of God my Savior, standing, standing. I'm standing on the promises of God. Amen. At, at this time, you may be seated.
wanted to come and unite with the church Amen. by baptism. Amen. Amen. You know, she's been saved and born again, and uh, so if you're glad that she's come and, and uh, presenting herself to the church for membership through baptism, let it be known by a hearty amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today that we can come to you as a church, worshiping you, serving you, Father. We just pray if there's anyone here today who doesn't know your son as their Savior, that they'll come to know him today, Father. Bless everything that's said and done here today, for we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Hey, man, Brother Bignell got so excited, he walked off without his cane. Hey, man, hey, man. So we're starting this year off right, and uh, we're just ex excited. Uh, at this time, if you're able to rise, we'd like for you to join us in singing hymn 414, hymn 414. This world is not my home. This world is not my home. We're going to do all verses of hymn 414. Hymn 414, this world is not my home. Ah, uh, this world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door. And I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Oh, Lord, you know I have no friend like you. If heaven's not my home, then, Lord, what will I do? The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. They're all expecting me. They're all expecting me, and that's one thing I know. My Savior pardoned me, and now I onward go. I know he'll take me through, though I am weak and poor, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore oh lord you know i have no friend like you if heaven's not my home then lord what will i do the angels beckon me from heaven's open door and i can't feel at home in this world anymore i have a loving savior up in glory land i don't expect to stop until i with him stand he's waiting now for me in heaven's open door and i can't feel at home in this world anymore oh lord you know i have no friend like you if heaven's not my home then lord what will i do the angels from heaven's open door and I can't feel at home in this world anymore 
just up in glory land we'll live eternally the saints on every hand are shouting victory their songs of sweetest praise drift back from heaven's shore and i can't feel at home in this world anymore oh lord you know i have no friend like you if heaven is not my home then lord what will i do the angels beckon me from heaven's open shore and i can't feel at home in this world anymore oh. <laughs> hey man now we don't uh have to feel at home in this world anymore we're going on to a, a world be beyond th this place amen so for those of us uh for those who we know who are not saved born again we need to sound the battle cry amen hymn 569 hymn 569 sound the battle cry Sing along, I sound the battle cry. See, the foe is not raised the standard high for the Lord. Gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your cup upon his holy word. Arouse the soldiers, rally round the banner. Ready, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna! Christ is captain of the mighty throne. A strong to meet the foe, marching on we go, while our cause we know must prevail. Shields and banner bright, gleaming in the light, battling for the right we ne'er can fail rouse the soldiers rally round the banner ready steady pass the word along onward forward shout aloud hosanna christ is captain of the mighty throne oh thou god of all hear us when we call help us one and all by thy grace when the battle's done and the victory's won may we wear the crown before thy face rouse the soldiers round the, the banner ready steady pass the word along onward forward shout aloud hosanna Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Amen. You may be seated.
Well, if we're bound for that kingdom, we can know for sure that there is joy unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. Let's all stand, if you would, please, one more time. And hymn number 468, Joy Unspeakable. He supplies every need. While I sit and learn at Jesus' feet, I am free, yes, free indeed. It is joy unspeakable and full of glory, full of glory, full of glory. It is joy unspeakable and full of glory. All that have hath never yet been told. I have found the pleasure I once craved. It is joy and peace within. What a wondrous blessing I am saved from the awful gulf of sin. It is joy unspeakable and full of glory, full of glory, full of glory. It is joy unspeakable and full of glory of the half, half never yet been told. I have found that hope so bright and clear, living in the realm of grace. God's presence is so near. I can see his smiling face. It is joy unspeakable and full of glory, full of glory, full of glory. It is joy unspeakable and full of glory. All the half has never yet been told. I have found that joy no tongue can tell how his waves of glory roll. It is like a great overflowing well filling up within my soul. It is joy unspeakable and full of glory, full of glory, full of glory. It is joy unspeakable and full of glory. All that have, have never yet been told. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you for being here. Welcome to Central Park Baptist Church. Happy New Year. Amen. Welcome to 2023, and there's no greater place to spend 2023 beginning hours and in church with God's people. Amen. This is the right way to start your year, and we're glad that you're here. Remember our theme for the year, stay the course. Amen. Stay the course. Let's stay steady and going forward. We want to welcome all of our visitors here today. Thank you so much for being uh, with us today. We do have uh, some new visitors with us. If you did not get a visitor card, you should have received a visitor card, but if you did not get a visitor card, Card. If you raise your hand, our ushers will get you a visitor card right now. And if you raise it, we'll get it to you. All right, good. I see they're taking care of that right now. Fill that card out and make sure after the service, I'll be standing behind the table out in the foyer. 
It says welcome there. And if you'll come to me and give me that card, I'll give you a gift bag of things we want you to have for visiting with us at Central Park Baptist Church. We're glad that you're here. We're excited for the new year. What a way to start, not only in church, but with baptisms first thing in the year. Praise the Lord. God is so good. Thank you for being here, preacher. Well, again, I'm glad you're here today, and uh, uh, I can't think of a better way to start the new year than start on exactly January 1 in God's house, right. amen? Right, 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 right. Not only that, but another good way is to have a good offering, amen? amen, and to show our appreciation for God's blessings on us. Listen, God was good to us in 22, and uh, we need to remember and be thankful for that, but God help us to... Uh, be thankful for what he's going to do and be good stewards of what he's going to do for us in 2023. So God help us today to have a good offering and may the Lord bless you as you give. Dear Father, we're thankful, Lord, for the day and uh, I'm thankful, Lord, that again you've given us the privilege to start a new year, uh, God, on Sunday, uh, Lord, here in this place with your people and I pray, God, that we will listen to you, Lord, today, that we will listen for you and and uh, God, that the uh, message, Lord, that we will apply it to our hearts, Lord, not from me, but from you, dear Holy Spirit. So God bless today. Bless this offering. Uh, we thank you for your abundant blessings, Lord. And so God, I pray that you'd bless this offering, bless the gift and the giver in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have an offering, you please come. <clears throat> We'd love for you to join us in singing the first and last verses of hymn 575. Hymn 575, Be Strong in the Lord. Hymn 575. Fifth grade and under, you are now dismissed for junior church. 
fifth grade and under, you're now dismissed to Virginia Church. As the rest of us, let's sing this last verse at the conclusion of the last verse. Then please uh, greet each other. Amen. Last verse. Here we go. I'll be strong in the Lord and be of good courage. Your mighty commander will vanquish the foe. Fear not the battle, for the victory is always his. He will protect you wherever you go. Be strong, be strong, be strong, be strong in the Lord and be of good courage for he is your guide. Be strong, be strong, be strong in the Lord and rejoice for the victory is yours. Amen. Please briefly greet each other as we prepare for this morning's special. working in town one afternoon attending some business affairs when I heard a commotion a couple streets over wondered what's happening there a young man came running from in that direction and stopped just to catch his breath I asked him to please Tell me what was the hurry, he smiled up at me as he said, I was trying to catch the crippled man, did he run past this way? He was rushing home to tell everyone what Jesus did today, and the new Telling myself and the deaf girl he's leaving to, to answer God's call. It's hard to believe, but if you don't trust me, ask the blind man, he saw it all. Ask the blind man, he saw it all. My friend, if the troubles and burdens you carry are heavy and dragging you down, and you've tried everything you can possibly think of, but there's no relief to be found. Well, that very same Jesus that altered the future of the blind man, the deaf and the lame is still reaching out 
in your hour of trouble one touch and you're never the same you'll be trying to catch the cripple man did he run past this way he was rushing on to tell everyone what jesus did today and the mute man was telling myself He's leaving to answer God's call. It's hard to believe, but if you don't trust me, as the blind man, he saw it all. As the blind man, he saw it all. Amen. Acts chapter 26. Acts chapter 26. That's, um, that's, if that's in these monitors, can you turn them off on this thing, Brother Benjamin? Acts chapter 26. I heard a story uh, the other day about these two older men. Both were in their 90s. One was a little older than the other. And they were leaving for the airport because the uh, the youngest was about to take a trip around the world. And as they were getting to the airport, they were sitting in the car, and, and the, the uh, older gentleman looked at his younger friend. He said, you know, he said, uh, I really feel like I ought to tell you this, but uh, you ought not do this. And the, the younger guy said, well, why? why? And he got, the older said, well, because I may never see you again. To which the younger replied, you're right. You could be dead before I get back. (laughs) Amen. Well, one of these days, if the Lord doesn't come back, each of us is going to get older. Some we have, and, you know, we're we're all headed that way. Uh, Time doesn't stand still for anyone. Uh, But we we all have birthdays, and we all get older. But as I thought about this this morning, the church has gotten older. Uh, the church has had birthdays. Someone said this about birthdays. that uh, They said birthdays tell you how long you've been on the road, but they don't tell you how far you've traveled. Man, I th- I've never heard of really a more of a better statement than that. But folks, listen, I, I'm telling you, the church has traveled far. Uh, and the question I want to ask you this morning, we're going to read our text in just a moment, is this, how far... Has the church traveled and where is it headed? Uh, I can also ask you personally this. How many spiritual birthdays have you had? And how far have you traveled? And where are you headed in 2023? Because the church today, think about this now, stands alone in a hostile world. Uh, the world has never walked with the church. Uh, and Satan, for the most part, has wielded his sword of lies and deceit trying to destroy the church of the Almighty God. Uh, and he's done a pretty good job on the church. Are y'all still here? Say amen. The church has traveled far, but, but the, I'm thankful that the church is not man's idea. Amen. The church is God's idea. And we didn't inherit the church that we see today. Are, y'all are awful quiet this morning. Y'all going to have to wake up, all right? Man has been in the driver's seat of the church, and man has moved God's standards and made them his own. Yep. 
Uh, there's no such thing as an easy button when it comes to staying true to God's plan. Amen. Amen. There's no such thing as an easy button when it uh, comes to staying true to God's plan for the church. But it is possible. Amen. Amen. It is possible. And if you look here in our our, uh, text, Acts chapter 26, and look in verse 22. This is our theme verse for the new year. Our theme for the year is stay the course. And Paul says, having therefore obtained, and we'll get into this a little more later, having therefore obtained help of God, I continue unto this day witnessing both the small and great, saying none other the, the things than those which the prophets and Moses did say should come. Now I want you to read that verse with me. Everybody got your place? Say amen. amen. Read it with me. Having therefore obtained help of God, I continue unto this day, witnessing both the small and great, saying none other things than those which the prophets and Moses did say should come. Father, help us, Lord, today. Uh, God, I believe, again, this is the message that you'd have me to preach, Lord. I've really struggled over the last few weeks to, uh, for the message, but, God, you've been clear in what you'd have me to preach. So, Lord, help me to say the things that you want me to say, and, Lord, uh, not say anything, God, that you don't want me to say. Help me to say it, Lord, in the spirit of Almighty God that dwells in me, uh, Lord, that I might please you, Lord, today. And may we listen, God, today, not to me, but, God, to that still small voice of you, dear Holy Spirit of God, that's in us is saved, born again, children of God. And I pray that you'd please speak to our hearts. And Lord, when the invitation comes, I pray that we will respond accordingly. And I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Um, When it comes to the church, uh, Paul was very uh, a very notorious persecutor of the church. And when we come here to Acts chapter 26, though, we, we see that he's a different person, but his path did not start here in Acts chapter 26. Uh, his path actually started back in Acts chapter 9. And if you'll go back, I'll not take the time to read those verses, but you can read verses 1 through 9, and you'll find that it was on the road to Damascus on his way to persecute Christians uh, at about the age of 30. Uh, that Saul met up with the Lord himself and was wonderfully saved. And Saul became the apostle Paul, called of God. And we know that through this, uh, this uh, meeting that, that, that Paul was saved and, and, and his, his name was changed, but Paul found the path to freedom. And, and notice, I want you to get this, Saul went on the road to Damascus, he met the truth. And the truth set him free. Amen. Because throughout history, think of this. Now, people have always sought to know the truth. I mean, they have always sought to know what's real. Uh, they, they've looked and longed to find out what is right and what is wrong. And I'm talking about uh, outside of the Word of God because it's simple that if we just simply go to the Word of Almighty God, we can find out all these things. But people have set out to do so without God's Word and and, and they've set out to find out what is purposeful and what's meaningful in life. And as a result, there's become endless philosophies. There's become endless worldviews, religious systems that have come up over the centuries. And each of them claiming that they teach the truth. They each claim that they have the truth. And, <clears throat> but listen, but while they teach what they, what they believe is the truth... Listen, what they teach cancels out the absolute truth of the Word of God, the the, the truth that came before it. 
And while all this is going on, the very truth itself has become under attack. You know, many believe today that the truth is subjective. You know, what I believe is truth and what you believe is truth is two different things. That's why we must have a source of absolute truth. And we do have that this morning. Sinners today, they, they want to live as they want. They want to do evil and they don't want to feel guilty while they do it. They feel that by denying the existence of absolute truth, they throw off the shackles of biblical morality that we can finally be free. People think that if they can just get rid of this book, they will be free. Man, everything will be okay. Remember the illustration I've talked about here a while back that there was a, a guy on an airplane and he, he walked up on the plane and he shot the pilot and the co-pilot and the navigator and every, anybody that could fly the plane, he shot them. And then he walked out back where all the passengers were and said, we're free. That's exactly what society is trying to do today with the truth of the word of God. They think that if we can get rid of God's word, that we'll be free. But that is an absolute lie of Satan, and we can all say amen. amen. Um, however, while the world, now think, think about this, clings to its own uncertain wisdom, and uh, which the Bible describes, by the way, as earthly, earthly, sensual, and devilish, that we as believers have been given in Scripture the rock-solid truth of God himself. The Bible teaches us that God is the God of truth. It teaches us that Jesus is full of truth. That the Lord Jesus Christ himself said he is the way, the truth, and the life. The Holy Spirit of God is the spirit of truth. And the Bible is the word of truth. And Jesus prayed to the Father, sanctify them in the truth because thy word is, and tell me, truth. And by the way, salvation comes only from faith and truth and the redeemed of those who believe. Listen, we know the truth. Truth has set us free. Then Jesus said in John chapter 8 and verse 31, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. Now listen, our theme for the year is stay the course. And we can see in Acts 26, 22, we've just read where the Apostle Paul said, I continue. Well, listen, God is telling us that we as Christians that we can continue. Uh, we can uh, stay the course for 2023. Uh, but listen, but in doing so, we need to show the world today that we are Christians and we need to be Christians indeed. Be not hearers of the word only, but be ye doers of the word also. Listen, God help us today to uh, not be a, like, uh, I guess, an average Christian because the average Christian wants revival, but they don't want to obey and they don't want to do what God says for them to do. Listen, God help us today that if we want revival in, in the cause of Christ, I'm not talking about any other place except this place right here, then we as God's children are going to have to be obedient to the word of Almighty God. Amen. Uh, one preacher said this, it said that revival is a new obedience to the word of God. And I believe that. God said, ye are the salt of the earth, that ye are witnesses. Listen, if we're the salt of the earth, then God help us to be salt. Amen. If we're witnesses, listen, then be a witness. Come on. Some of y'all stayed up way too late last night. Listen, we must have, as Christians, God help us to 
to be a voice for uh, the things of Almighty God today in 2023. Now, was God good to us in 22? Absolutely. Then we as Christians must be Christians indeed. We need to be Christians in our daily conduct. And we must have Christians in this new year who will watch continue uh, in the good times as well as in the bad. That word continue, I looked this up and it means uh, to advance, to carry on, to persist, to progress, to persist in, act, in an activity or purpose. In other words, listen, there's a battle going on and we as Christians need to get in the battle and stay in the battle. Amen. I read a story of how General Patton and a General Wilburn, they came to visit some soldiers who had just come off the front lines of battle. And, and it, the story goes that when Patton walked in to the tent where these soldiers were, some were there, were about to die. Some had already died because of the battle. Some who had lost limbs in a, in a previous battle. Some had been all shot up in the battle. And, and when Patton came into the tent, he walked down one of the aisles where the soldiers were, and he asked a question. He said, hey, boys, how you doing? Without hesitation, those who were able, they mustered up a salute to General Patton, and they looked at him, and some of them even sat up in their bed, and they looked at him, and they said, listen, without a flinch, and they said, well, sir, we are, we're doing just fine, and we are ready to fight. Well, Patton, the story goes, walked out of the tent. Wilburn was walking alongside of him, and neither had said a word and until Wilburn looked over at Patton out of the corner of his eye and noticed that tears were streaming down the face of, of General Patton because of the dedication and because of the willingness to fight that those young men had that were laying in that tent all shot up and how that uh, he was touched because of their uh, their bravery and but their willingness to just to stay in the fight and as I thought of that I thought I wonder today are we raising those kinds of Christians many years ago there was a battle-hardened warrior who wrote a, a letter to this young recruit and he said these words, he said, There, therefore, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And Paul was writing to young Timothy, and, and he was trying to encourage young Timothy and letting him know that, listen, Timothy, the battle is not going to be easy. It's going to be difficult, but you can do it. You can stay in there. And here is a battle-hardened warrior by the name of, uh, of the Apostle Paul. Listen, he had been shot up. He knew what it was like to be in a battle. You can go and find and, and read where he said, Five times beaten, forty stripes saved one. Three times shipwrecked, in perils by mine own countrymen, in weariness, in painfulness. Uh, beside those things, listen, uh, uh, all of the churches that he took care of. Listen, I want you to know that. Just the churches alone is enough to kill any preacher, let alone a Christian. But here's Paul. He's, in, he's encouraging a young Timothy. Listen, Timothy, you stay in the fight. And as I thought about this, I thought, you know, we need to understand today we are not serving under a four-star general of this flesh and of this blood but today we have a seven-star general, and his name is the Alpha and Omega. His name is the beginning and the end. He Listen, he is alive forevermore. He is from the first and the last. And we serve him today. And one of these days, if we continue, 
We will stand before him and he's the one that will hand out our crowns. He's the one that will hand out our awards. But listen, but we must continue and stay the course in 2023. Listen, we need to know today that our test is here. Our test is today, right now. And so when the hounds of hell are fast on our heels and when this world of compromise is beaten at your door, listen, you stand fast in the faith. You stand fast in the Lord. You continue. And Paul told us, listen, can we take Paul at his word? Absolutely. He is writing to us under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit of God. And he is telling us, listen, he said, I have continued. How? By obtaining the help of Almighty God. Listen, there's a lot of people this last year that didn't make it. I'm talking about spiritually speaking. A lot of churches today that did not make it. But God help us to stay the course. Listen, we can do this. I'm excited about 2023. I've, I've, I've talked to Brother Marker on several occasions about, listen, how 2022 God was good. But I'm telling you, I, I really I feel like God wants to do something special for Central Park Baptist Church. But only if we continue. Look in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. First Corinthians chapter 3 and look in verse 10. It said, according to the grace of God which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Listen, Paul, the Bible tells us, was a wise master builder. You know, he was a combination of of an architect and a general contractor. I mean, as an apostle, his specialty was foundations. And Paul had been used of God to establish and instruct uh, across Asia Minor and Macedonia and even in Greece. But if you notice in verse 10, he made it perfectly clear that his calling and his effectiveness was only by the grace of God that was given to him. Can I, can I tell you and remind you Lord, uh, this morning, listen, our effectiveness today as a saved, born-again child of God, our effectiveness today as, a, as the church of Central Park Baptist, listen, we are only effective through the strength and power and the presence of Almighty God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Come on. Listen, Paul, being a wise master builder, was God's doing, and it's not his own. And if you go back in verse 7, you'll find that he had already declared, and he said, listen, neither the one who plants or the one who waters is anything, and I paraphrase, but it's God who gives the increase. And a lot of churches today, if not most, they've fallen far below God's standards of what the church ought to look like. Amen. Listen, I'm talking about the church, and when I talk about, I'm talking about this church as well. Churches today have fallen below God's standards of what the church ought to look like. There's corruption of doctrine. There's liberalism, there's immorality. My wife told me the other day, that, and I don't remember what she called it, but now they've come out with a Ouija board for Christians. (laughs) 
And there's no doubt some of them are going to buy it. I don't need a Ouija board to talk to me. I've got the Holy Spirit of God and His Word. Corruption. Liberalism. Immorality that's being spewed from the pulpits all over this country. And some of them are fundamental Baptists. They've given over to compromise. They preach smooth sayings to people who have itching ears. And as a result, the church is hanging itself with its own rope. Yeah. We've heard these same preachers call for peace at any price. If you don't believe me, and I'm not, I don't really care, want you to do this, but you can hear them on YouTube and all this other kind of stuff. Listen, they call for peace at any price. And like the Israelites under Pharaoh who said at least, and I paraphrase again, at least while we were in Egypt, they said we had security. They say peace at any price is better than no peace. These preachers say that life at any price is better than no life. They say that, uh, listen, that a church crowd at any price is better than no crowd. And I beg to differ. That is not right. Come on. Amen. But Paul said, watch, through the help of God. Listen, God gave a plan. He gave us a plan. He laid us for a foundation to build upon. And he said in Romans 15, 18, For I will not dare to speak, Paul uh, saying, I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ hath not wrought of me. He said in Ephesians chapter 3, uh, verses 7 through 8, Whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of Almighty God. Listen, Paul was careful and diligent as he planned and he, as he laid this foundation uh, he was careful about the footings, and these footings were deep, and they would last. Listen, we've been handed the footings of the doctrines and the, and the precepts of Almighty God, and these doctrines go deep today. Uh, they go way back. They'll go all the way back to our founder, the Lord Jesus Christ, and from him they follow back all the way to eternity. Listen, we can know today that the foundations of God stand sure we look, look in verse 12 and 13 of 1 Corinthians 2. It says, now, now we have received, not the spirit of the world. Did, y'all, did you hear that? Yeah. We've not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. Why? That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak. Not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, Amen. comparing what? Spiritual things with spiritual. Amen. Listen, the churches that these apostles planted were not given to them or not given, passed down to pastors or preachers or even saints of God even today so that we could have a hobby, right. so that we could have a soapbox or that we could have what some people call a crutch. Listen, it was handed down so that we could do none other than preach the Lord Jesus Christ and point souls toward the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, to lift up a standard and teach them about Jesus. Listen, how he died on the cross for our sin and raised again and is seated at the right hand of the Father. Listen, this church was not given to us so that we could think, well, Lord, you know, you were born over 2,000 years ago and what, what was good then is not really going to work for us today, so we change it. Listen, all you have to do today is go to 
bookstores and you can find all kinds of books on how to reach a crowd. And they're written by men that are probably have little or no spirituality whatsoever. And they try to tell us and tell the men of God how to uh, reach a crowd and and, you know, listen, if you'll do this, if we just got to mark at the church. No, who said that? That's not anywhere in Scripture. Listen, look in verse 12 again, I believe it is. Let me go back. I think this is important. It says, we've received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. It, yeah, and let me read them both. That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, watch, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth. Listen, if we're going to build a church today, let's do it the way God said to build it. Uh, not in the wisdom of, of, of man. Listen, because man's wisdom is corruptible. But which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. How many times do we look around today and we see people today trying to uh, compare spiritual things with the things of this world? doesn't work. Listen, the church that these men, that the Apostle Paul, listen, that they started and they handed down. That's why he told Timothy, Timothy, contend for the faith. Listen, he said, you stay true to the things of God. You stay the course. The things which I've given to you, you hand it down to, to faithful men, godly men, men who will stay by the word of God. Listen, this kind of church cost them. It cost those that followed them. It cost them their lives. But many today, listen, they're not looking for this kind of church. They look for a church that fits their desires. They look for a church that fits their lifestyle. And they find them. Listen, there was a, and, and I say this kindly, but listen, there's a lot of people, I'm telling you, uh, they were... Uh, out last night watching the ball drop, Christian people hanging out with the world's crowd, doing what the world does, and they're sitting in a church on Sunday morning. Listen, it's a relationship of convenience. But watch, these, produce, these churches, and think about this, these churches produce the kind of Christian that fits their worship style. Yeah, Romans chapter 12 and verse 1. Paul said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. Listen, he said, I beseech you. He said, I'm begging you. By the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a what? Living sacrifice. Be careful. We want Sometimes we want to think that we're a living sacrifice, but it, the requirement doesn't stop there. It says, holy, acceptable unto Brother Shelton. Acceptable unto Brother Marco. Absolutely not acceptable unto God. Listen, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. Man, I'm telling you, a lot of churches that have conformed to this old world. Man. But didn't he say not to? But be you transformed. By the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You know, I think Paul is saying, 
We need Christians who will continue in a right relationship with God and the church. You know, I know we're not perfect. Amen, we're not. We're sinners. Saved by grace. I'm a... I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'll be a sinner till Jesus calls me out of here. But listen, I'm a sinner that's saved by the grace of Almighty God. And so are you if you're saved. But we can still do right. I mean, we can still do our best. And when someone, listen, God help us not to major on, on what's wrong with the church. I mean, after all, have y'all seen the way Brother Shelton dresses sometime? I mean, I'm still looking for that, that suit that he got put up in his closet and he won't even wear. But he'll wear these drab, old, gray-looking suits. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Listen, if we want to look hard enough for thump, something that's wrong, we can find it. I mean, come on, Really? Let's don't major on what's wrong. And if, Listen, if somebody comes and says, man, did you hear about the preacher? Wait a minute. Then say, no, and I don't want to. Not unless, he, not unless it's something that you pray for him. We're praying for one another. I do not want to hear it. If they come and say something to you about Brother Shelton or Brother Marco or anyone else of our brothers and sisters in Christ and someone says, listen, I just got to tell you something and they begin to whisper and they say no, just tell them no and it's going to stop right here. If it doesn't produce unity in the church, then listen, we ought to just do away with it. Don't major on what's wrong with the church. We need to major on what's right. Things like our stand on the doctrines of the Word of God. And I just wrote down a few. Things like the death, the burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ according to the Word of God. That Central Park Baptist still believes and stands on the King James Bible, the inspired, inerrant, infallible Word of God. That we still hold true to the hymns of the faith. That faith promised missions is still the way to reach missions on the, across the world. Listen, it's salvation by grace through faith that we believe in the eternal security of the believer and that every believer ought to pray. Every believer ought to witness to the lost. Listen, be faithful to the house of God. That support the ministry of the church through their tithes and offerings and be thankful for those that do. Be thankful that we still believe in regenerate church membership. Listen, that, that, listen, that you ought to be a church member. That we still believe by baptism, by immersion. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Right. Closed communion. Yep. That there's just a few. Listen, uh, listen, and those are just a few. But God help us to major on what's right. Amen. Listen, that there's a sweet spirit of Almighty God here, and uh, that God wants to do something that we're still seeing souls saved, that we're still seeing souls baptized and added to this church. And, and listen, and we ought to be, want to be a part of that. And if we're going to continue, though, in 2023, it all boils down to the point that if we're going to have a better church this year than we had last year, then we're going to have to have better Christians. Yeah, better members. Uh, we're going to have to be better spiritually. Um, you see, those whose faith is real and genuine, listen to me, those who are truly disciples of Christ will continue. 
they will remain. They, they will abide in both faith and obedience to the word of God. That's not saying that, we're, that we won't have struggles. Yeah. Did anybody here not struggle last year? Anybody here struggle last year? I mean, we all struggle. Why? Because the devil is real. Society stands against the church and against the child of God. But I'm telling you, we can still be obedient to the things of God. But the only way you can do it is to obtain the help of God. Um, You see, the Lord did not say, if you will continue in my word, you will become my disciples. He didn't say that. No, he declared that true discipleship consists of continued obedience in his word. Matthew, and I'm just reading that you can write these down. Matthew chapter 12, verse 50, it states, Whosoever doeth the will of my father, the same is my brother, my sister, and mother. John chapter 14, verse 15, it says, If you love me, yeah, that's pretty simple. If you love me, keep my commandments. 1 John 5, 3 says, For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. Do you know that there has never been a generation, ever, since the beginning of mankind, that a child of God could ever feel at home in this world? Ever. If that be so, why? do we want to be so comfortable in it? I mean, uh, I'm not, Brother Shelton sang the song this morning. He didn't know that. I've got it in my notes. But we're not staying. I don't want to stay. The song says, this world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. Listen, I'm telling you, I I don't want to stay here. If you haven't noticed, this is a a wicked society that we live in, a a dangerous world today. People have have lost control. But we're here. Uh, You say, well, uh, preacher, what do we do? Well, this this is the three R's, the first three R's of the new year. This is the whole sermon. The first R is, you, you listen, now, now let me say this. Uh, I was telling somebody this the other day that there's, there's two things we got to get today. You can either take this message as information and leave just like you came and say, man, that was good information. Or you can take it for application. That's what makes the difference. You see, many times people come and they sit in church services and, man, we think that's good information. And they never apply it. And they never change. But today, I want to encourage you, apply it. But there's three R's. First R is you can resign. Three things you can do. You can resign, you can quit. And many do. They walk away from the fight. They walk away from God. They walk away from the church. Uh, But you can resign. Or... The second R is you can resign. You can resign yourself to go with the flow. Say, well, I'm not going to quit, but I'm going to resign myself to go with the flow and, you know, not rock the boat. After all, we got to, 
you know, go along in order to get along. Or you can re-sign. Uh, you can make a decision that where you are that you're going to stop. That you're not going to straddle the fence anymore. You see, there's no such thing as middle ground with God. Are you still with me? Say amen. No such thing. God said you're either for me or you're... Got a lot of Christian people today standing out in the middle of the road. No man's land. Listen, make up your mind. Get in. I mean, it's time. If you, if, if you haven't noticed, listen, I'm, we're teaching on Daniel on on Wednesday nights, and, and I was studying my lesson this week, and I'm telling you, uh, the spirit of Antichrist is here. I'm telling you, and more so than you realize. We're going to cover some of that Wednesday. But I'm telling you, he's, the, the spirit is here. And, and I wouldn't doubt that, listen, uh, the, the, somewhere in the wings there's somebody waiting. And, and I'm telling you, the world is ready. I mean, this society is like a ripe peach, just ready for somebody to pluck it. And people, when he steps on the scene, people are going to fall all over themselves to get behind him. Listen, preacher, what do we do? Well, I think we ought to re-sign. I think we ought to re-up. Uh, when Brother Joseph got out of the military, you know, I, I was kidding, him, kidding around with him several, uh, you know, been a year or so ago. I said, you going to re-up? Uh, you know, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna sign up all over again. Listen, some some Christians today have gotten out of battle. They need to re up. Uh, they they need to quit straddling the fence. We people today. All, I'm not talking about here, just here, but people today, Christians. They they come to church on Sunday and then they go out and live like the world the rest of the week. Um, listen, it doesn't do you any good. Right. You realize that the worst position that anyone can be in, the worst testimony anyone can have is to be a child of God, come in on church on Sunday and go out and live like the world the rest of the week. That does more harm to the cause of Christ. I was talking to, I was talking to my son about this the other day, about being hot or cold. Listen, that's what the Lord said, because you're neither hot nor cold. God would rather you be completely cold than, than in the middle of the road. Listen, it's time that we that we stepped up and said, you know, we're going to stay the course. And let, let's take, let me take that back. Not we, but I'm. Because you can only make a decision for you. I'm going to stay the course. Look, look in, uh, looking back in Acts chapter 26, and, and I'll be done. Acts chapter 26. This is our theme for the year. And, and I want you to in fact, we'll begin reading in verse 19. Paul is talking to Agrippa. And I can just see him standing there. Listen, a battle-scarred warrior for God. And now he stands. He has the, the attention of a king. He says, Whereupon, O king Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly division our heavenly vision. You remember the one that took place back down in Acts 9 and on the Damascus Road? He said, I have been disobedient to that vision, but showed first unto them of Damascus and at Jerusalem 
and throughout all the coasts of Judea. You know what that's telling me when I see that first in the dim of Damascus? He's saying, listen, I showed those people at home first that I was, I was the real deal. Listen, you know who the first ones that we ought to show that we, are, that we mean business for God? The people we worship with right here in this place. Yeah. He said, I, I, I showed them first. <clears throat> uh, and then to the Gentiles that they should repent and turn to God and do works meet for repentance. For these causes, why? Because he was telling them the truth and trying to get them to do the right thing, follow the Lord God. For those causes, the Jews caught me in the temple and went about to kill me. And I could almost hear a but here. He says, but having therefore obtained help of God, I continue unto this day witnessing both the small and great. You know what he's saying? Agrippa, I'm, I'm standing here today because of the help of God, and I'm witnessing to you. Telling you the same thing. The same thing that I started out on the Damascus Road at the age of 30, I'm still teaching and preaching the same thing today. Listen, I'm here to challenge you today. God help us as uh, Central Park Baptist Church that when this year's over, that we're still doing what God's called us to do. That we're still witnessing uh, that we're still leading people to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, that we're still prayer warriors, that we're still in the battle. But the only way you can do it is with God's help. I was talking to someone again the other day, and, and they said these words, and I agree wholeheartedly. I've said them, perhaps you've said them, but I don't see how people today make it without God's help. I don't see how people make it today without the church, the, their brothers and sisters in Christ. So, well, preacher, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best. Or really, you won't make it. If you do your best and try in the strength of this flesh, you won't make it. Because just as sure as something else better comes along, you'll stay home. And I'm not trying to be ugly, but I'm issuing a challenge today, first Sunday of the year. Listen, we've got to make up our mind if God's going to be number one or if he's not. Um, I, I want to be like Jabez and pray the prayer of Jabez, Lord, and ask God to enlarge our coasts. But if we want that, then we've got to do our part. We can't, we can't expect God to do his part if we're not going to do ours. Yeah. So we've got to get in. We've got to say, Lord, if you'll help me. And, and by the way, if you'll ask God for help, you know, he's not going to say, well, you know, let me think about it. You know, give me a couple weeks to pray about it and, you know, and see if, I re- see if you're really worthy of my help. No, wait a minute. If you ask for God's help, God's all in. Amen. Listen, uh, God help us to stay the course, to continue. If you've got out, get in. Serve. So the question is, what will you do? Will you come? And by the way, your decision for Christ ought to be visible. Visible to God and to man. See, that's why the Lord said, if you're ashamed of me before my Father, I'll be ashamed uh, before men. I'll be ashamed of you before my Father, which is in heaven. Yeah. Uh, Your decision needs to be audible uh, with the heart. Um, Listen. But God help us to do something about it. 
See, as I've already said, there's only one thing worse than going to church. It's going to church, hearing the word of God, and then not doing anything about it. Will you come? I mean, I, I'm, I am excited. You say, well, preacher, that sure wasn't a very good, uh, you know, excitable kind of sermon. No, but it's one I believe that God had me preach to try to get us get our attention on what's about to take place. Listen, God help us to be the Christian that God wants us to be. I want to look back. If the Lord doesn't come back by the end of 23, I'd like to look back and see everything in here full. We're going to talk about that this afternoon. Listen, but we've got to have your help. I can't do it alone. Brother Marco can't. These three men, us three men up here, we can't do it by ourselves. We need your help. But if we're going to do it together, we must obtain, therefore, the help of God. So that when 23 gets here, we can step up and say, you know, having therefore obtained the help of God, I continue to this day witnessing to both small and great those things which God has given us in his word. So the question is, will you come? Father, help us this morning. Lord, I pray, dear God, that you'd please speak to our hearts. And Lord, it's decision time. It's time, Lord, for us to make a decision. And Lord, sometimes we think that by being neutral that we'll not make a decision, but that is. That's a decision not to do what you would have us to do. God, help us, Lord, today to stand for the faith. Stand for God. Help us, God, to stay the course. And God, I pray that, Lord, that this church, this people will become a a people to be reckoned with for the cause of Christ. God, help us and strengthen us in our, our wanting to go out and witness. Help us, God, in our... Uh, in our, our, our ability, our, in our desire to be prayer warriors. Help us, Lord, in our desire, Lord, to put away those things that might cause division in the body of Christ. God, please help us today. God, but we need your help. We can't do it without you. So, Lord, give this invitation. Speak to our hearts. And I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. While we stand and while we sing just a verse, if the Lord's speaking to your heart, You come, come on right now while we sing.